Welcome everybody to We View Yasha, episode 87. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. We're going to talk about Kikyo's Lonely Journey. I have no alternate title for this because I did all of this work this morning and did not have time to watch the dubs or the weird subtitled version. So just the normal subtitled version. Who knows what you're missing? I know. It could be all... I mean, this one could be called uh, Kikyo's Walkin'. <laughs> the next one. Walking with an old guy. I don't even know what the next one would be called, like Adventure with a Giant Rock. <laughs> but we're not there yet. <laughs> I have so many things to say about that. Was a, that one was a journey. <laughs> this one I'm solid on might be my favorite of the season so far. I enjoyed seeing uh, Kikio on a little adventure. Yeah. And getting more flashback information. This opens up a lot of questions. It does, and I was having them during it's like all right which onigumo is this is yes. this, this, this has he did this yeah it is a little bit starting to run into the same problem that the star wars prequels run into which is like i don't know if enough time has passed for naraku to really consolidate all of this power and do all this stuff it seems like he should have been around for like a hundred years or something but he's only been around for 50 he did this thing with Kikio and then also waged a battle with Moroku's dad and did all kinds of stuff. And the Jewel Shard wasn't even in existence at this point. I still enjoyed it. What did you think? I like it. I like Kikyo. I don't have a lot to say about it, which is kind of weird. Hmm. Because I love Kikyo. <laughs> is it just, oh, your notes just have, I love Kikyo in giant yes, letters? Yes, yeah, over and over. <laughs> oh oh no i gotta go uh yeah i guess the timeline part is a little because it makes me it feels like when the bandit got his revenge on onigumo that's how he got burned yeah and so kikio found so he already had the spider thing he was that was already, something else that was just weird yeah so he was already known as like the bandit with the spider on his back yeah i thought that whole spider thing was part of like naraku it seems like it would be but at least i don't know is like a birthmark then maybe but the fact that when it was appearing on naraku that one time and he hated it yeah all that makes sense yeah but I interpreted that at the time as just a representation of his old self and not literally yeah. like, this is what the old Onigumo used to have exactly. on his back. But maybe that's, maybe he did get a burn. Maybe he did it on purpose. Yeah. Like, like a, a brand. tattoo or something. Yeah. He just had him. He was like, this will be really badass. If it's a birthmark, then that means he has a tragic backstory because he probably got teased. Well, by, maybe by... that's why he's so mean better to be the bully than be bullied yeah prison rules i wrote down butt comedy <laughs> oh because of her <laughs> yeah kikyo's wondering how naraku hit his barrier she's always been able to sense it mm-hmm. but we also get some asides with our gang which mm-hmm. surprised me because i thought the title would be like oh this is a strict kikyo adventure almost but we get our gang without any umbrellas i no no hats nothing I that guess, was the first thing I wrote was no umbrella when she made such a big deal out yep, of it. We had a where whole she had thing. like two of them and Moroku had a hat and Songo had a hat and I don't they know. lost them. They lost them in that adventure that they just had with the 
possessed princess. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't forget what we did. Uh, so Kikyo comes across a town. She's told about an apparition that's appearing on a mountaintop that is killing people. I missed that part. Yeah, giving them trouble. Yeah, so she's like, huh, maybe she's that's like, uh, maybe that's where he is. Looking for a guy. You've seen him. He's a cloud. <laughs> kind of purplish. Sometimes he manifests as a guy with a spider <laughs> on his back or a baboon pelt that uh, insert number here. 14. <laughs> Like, yeah, he might be up there. Go go look in the swamp. So she does. Uh, there is an eye patch man in the town. He's like, hmm, well, what's what's going on with that guy? Yeah. But she goes up to the swamp. At first, he looks like he's um, he's like the villain who's causing it. You know, like maybe he's. I thought eating that the turtle. I also thought he might have been a mentor, that was going to be like an Obi Wan type. But yeah, that was the wrong direction to go because it's Kikyo. Who's, yeah. who's going to teach her anything? Yeah, she knows everything. <laughs> Except for love. Perdona me? <laughs> she doesn't know love. She, she loves Inuyasha. Well, yeah, but I mean, she died before they could seal the deal. She still loves Inuyasha. My seal deal. <laughs> yes, I make an Love doesn't have to be physical. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, didn't you say, oh no, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> that wasn't you. That was a Twitter account. <laughs> I think I'm losing my mind. So she goes up to the swamp where the sadness turtle from Never Ending Story Aww, is up there. Grumpy. Evil, some would say. Um, but seems to also be minding its own business. Yeah. <laughs> but she fires an arrow at it and it bounces off the shell. So it must be an adamantoise. Oh, like Wolverine? Yeah, that's the only place. The Wolverine turtle? Is adamantium a real thing? I didn't think it was. I thought it was something they made up for X-Men. <laughs> so I guess that could not. be right. Because Final <laughs> Fantasy comes after X-Men. Mm. X-Men's been around since the 70s. At yeah. least. So then something very surprising. She baits it into an attack. Yep. I thought it was funny that like... You can't do that. You can't attack somebody and then say, never mind. I'm just going to go away now. Yeah, she was like, oh, you're just a turtle. Meh. <laughs> she just like walks away. And the guy, uh, the, the turtle, very rightfully is like, you just tried to kill me. <laughs> can't just do that. And tries to eat her. And then she shoots at his face and he explodes. With like a super long neck. Less cute when it comes out of its shell. Yeah. But pretty shoots easily. Shoots the arrow right in his mouth. It's quick. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's badass is what it is. Yeah. And on her way back or out of town. Yeah, I think she just kept going. I don't think she is. She don't care about money. Do you think she went back through the town just to tell them like, hey, it's done. Oh, here's some money. No, no, thanks. Or no. it was more like she just left. So they assume she she's left. dead. So then he wrongfully assumed that like they paid you a lot, probably ahead of time. Exactly. And she laughs in his face. Oh, this is Eyepatch Man who comes across oh. her on the road by a waterfall. <laughs> and he pulls a knife on her. Not wearing any pants. Oh, I didn't notice that. He just has his little armor. Wow. <laughs> he had more planned than really barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> he shows a lot more leg than <laughs> Koga, even. <laughs> oh, good, nice. And Koga wears a miniskirt. <laughs> 
He does. <laughs> he does. His legs didn't look nearly as good as Coco's, though. Hashtag thick. Um, so before he can, I don't know. Well, she logics him out of the attack anyway. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. And he's like, all right, just leave me then. I'm dying. I'm old. I have this jewel shard. Jewel shard, you say? I think she saw it. Yeah, it's like glowing out of his uh, chest. She can sense jewel shards too. Well, because they're the same person, Lindsay. She's a better priestess. All right, that's true. <laughs> uh, he refuses to die. And Kiki oh. only needs to shoot one arrow. <laughs> oh, she fires him frequently. <laughs> and she doesn't miss. She's like bullseye. But I'm trying to talk about this poor okay. old man. All right. <laughs> Who's it's dying? A man with no pants and an eye patch. <laughs> well, we find out later he's a horrible person. Yeah. Did you like his young self as like a romantic thing? Was this oh, a no? no? Mm-hmm. He's a little gruff, but I know you don't like the the pretty boys either. So I was wondering, at least pre eye patch and pre, where he looked like he was desperate to kill somebody. No, he just didn't have that je ne sais quoi. That attracts me to serial killers. <laughs> serial killers? I guess Kenny. Dustin says if he's Kenny the Ripper, he was probably oh, right. killing people. <laughs> Could have just been a guy who shredded a lot of paper. I, mean, I don't know. Kenny was... I don't know what it was about him. This is from Attack on Titan, correct? Yes. Yeah. yes. I only know that from Titan Talk. Tighten up, Titan Auto. Listeners, go listen to the Super Ass Anime Podcast <laughs> that is no longer on the Comic Bastards Network, but uh, on Audible, on Stitcher Premium. <laughs> I'm just going to list things that it's not on. Now, just go listen to the Super Ass Anime Podcast uh, that has very much inspired this one to come into existence. Thank you, Lindsay, and thank you, Dustin, wherever you are. This guy, he dies as he's saying that he refuses to die, so I thought he was dead for sure. Oh, but he's not. No, he's just taking a nap. Kikyo carries him to he's a shrine. Tired. I would have liked to see that. Do you think she did it one-handed? Did she drag him? Or did, did she, she like throw him over her shoulder? Fireman carry like the yeah. leg and the arm. She or a piggyback. Did she just have? She her have him in. Her <laughs> oh, arms. that'd be great, cradling him. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking soul carriers could have done all the work. Oh, that's true. That's probably how it happened. Yeah. Although you didn't see any soul carriers. No, we haven't seen them for a while. She sent them off to go look for Naraku. I think they were at the very beginning when she's like, I can't sense him. And I think they're all like, meh. What's the noise they make? (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it on command. No, I'm sorry. Okay, so he's on the brink of death. He mentions that the shard's the thing that's keeping him alive. He's like, 50? No, he's 70. 70. And 50 is when men usually die in this age, according yes. to him. And he talks about his dark, violent past where he oh, is. Oh, and that he's looking for a place to die. Yes. A very specific place to die. I didn't know it was specific at first. I thought you would just know. Oh, but the it's right. Like, it's like a lonesome dove kind of thing where Tommy Lee Jones has to take after he. Oh, that's a spoiler. Forget it. So, um, but it's a specific place in that one. Turns out he, they knew each other, sort of. Yes. He knew her, certainly, from afar when he tried to shoot an arrow at her face. Um, well, the back of her face, which yeah. I guess is the back of her head. She would have stopped it, I think. I think she liked uh, having Inuyasha protect her. 
Because okay. as she's walking away, he's like, okay, don't do anything violent while I'm here. I'm like, <laughs> you don't mean it. Yeah. You like it. Calling around together. He was also friends with Onigumo. Yes. He well, could... I don't know about friends. Well, they had a falling out. <laughs> a firing out, even. Now, he admired him for being so evil. He's like, I couldn't compete with that guy. He was a real bastard. I was just a normal bastard with the raping and the pillaging. Yeah, I don't know what he thinks Onigumo did that was so bad. Because really all he did was say like, hey, go kill that priestess. And then he stole his men. Well, <laughs> We didn't see. Yeah, I guess we still don't know. And then know. they went to a brothel. Yeah, a whole How lot about <laughs> Onigumo just seems like he's cowardly. And that stealing a bunch of his men just seems like honor among thieves kind of stuff. Yeah, it really seemed like him trying to shoot Kiki on the back of the head was worse than anything Onigumo did in that episode. Yeah, but maybe this was like a betrayal on the level of like your dad tries to kill you or something. It was like, so I was like oh, I really admired you and then you just saw me as somebody in the way. So now I will be the new Onigumo. I lost this eye. You caused me to lose an eye. <laughs> But yeah, yeah uh, think oh. of all the prostitutes he blew up. Oh yeah, I was gonna mention that. But real, real okay. quick, uh, his <laughs> name is uh, Kansuke the Mad Killer, Rosetsu. <laughs> A little long, but I like the Mad Killer. That's pretty nice. Uh, Onigumo gets him drunk, talks about a sacred jewel that uh, can grant any wish. And I didn't know at this point that like, oh, this is pre-Naraku uh, Onigumo. Yeah, see, at first I'm like, oh, no, this is after he made the deal, but before he's trying to pit Inuyasha and Kiko, or Kikyo against each other. I thought we were about to get a scene where he was there the day that uh, Naraku engineered it to where they hate each other, but no, not the case. He didn't even have designs on Kikyo. He just kind of knew about this. Yeah. So he must have fallen in love with her, quote-unquote. When she was nursing him? Yeah. But I think it's also that adds an extra layer of sickness here that it's because he mentioned her in the first place that maybe he could bl uh, track the blame all the way back to her in a weird way. So his love for her is also born in that hatred of, I'm burned because of you. should just blame the guy who burned you. Yeah. But, uh. but then you stole all his guys, so I mean... <laughs> Oh, yeah, he says, uh, go over there, just shoot an arrow at the back of her head and take the jewel shard. And because he's drunk on sake, he's like, you know what? I am going to do that. <laughs> and I'm not going to take any of my men because she's very observant. Onigumo did not mention that she's protected by a half-demon who is prone to <laughs> anger and doesn't mind hurting you. But it seemed even at this point that Inuyasha was reluctant to kill him. He's like, oh, you're just a human. Yeah, I don't think he was going to kill him. Might have kicked his ass a little more. Oh, yeah. Than just taking an eye out. But I don't think he would have killed him. And the eye thing was an accident. Inuyasha, like, cuts the sword. Yeah. And then the sword falls into his eye because you're not supposed to look up when, <laughs> when an icicle's falling. <laughs> uh, the mad killer walks back to his camp, finds all of his men gone, uh, tracks them to a cat house. I don't know if that term is sexist these days, but let's call it a brothel, how about? And uh, <laughs> gets all of his men back and then throws an incendiary grenade into the room <laughs> where Onigumo is, burning all of the women in there as well as yes. Onigumo. 
he blew up the whole place. He jumped out the that, window. And... That building blows up like the fucking Death Star. <laughs> it's crazy. Maybe he was leaving like powder kegs in all the rooms so that it there's was... just a bunch of flammable barrels <laughs> holding there's the no walls way up. That one little bomb he threw in there did all that. It was crazy. <laughs> yes. But the whole thing burns to the ground, and he like he, he does he's that. He's like, yay! He's celebrating in a way. It's like ah, the fumes of the dead. <laughs> And then they wait till it burns to ashes and they find Onigumo still alive because he's just too evil to die. No prostitutes, though. No, they were... <laughs> They're a-okay in my book. <laughs> anyway, uh, they throw Onigumo's body to, to, down a pit. Yeah, like, they wrap get... him in like a straw mat. <laughs> <laughs> the most humiliating and thing. And he still has all his hair. He has extra hair, we learned, also in this episode, that he just has to keep expelling <laughs> yeah another gross anyway uh that's in a second but they throw they jokingly say go get the jewel yourself and throw him near where kikyo is so this entire show is now the thieves fault which by extension i guess is also onigumo's fault but whatever <laughs> this is all new information kikyo takes all this information like hmm. interesting oh, by the way there's a demon coming <laughs> and it's extra eyes and hair. So he, uh, Naraku had extra high, extra eyes and a mouth. Yeah. And sends this weird thing to go kill them. <laughs> or, I mean, where did it come from? I guess it's just wandering around, but it seems awfully convenient. That so all of his, like, remnants... Wherever he's just been? start coming to life. Well, it had to have been his jewel shard, I'm sure. Like, he wandered past some remains that reformed and went... Because, yeah, just all of a sudden, it's it's there, running in the moonlight. Well, he probably caused that giant turtle as well. Hmm. This episode needed a fight, I guess. It really didn't. A brief tussle happens where Kikyo is almost bested by this thing because it caught her off guard. Well, she didn't have her bow. It's the hair. She didn't know it was a remnant instead of a... What is it called when he makes them? A creation? Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as she learned that it was just a, what schleffed off of him, then she's like, now I can defeat you. Oh, right. She stood up to her feet. <laughs> yes. When this hair is nothing. <laughs> but the guy does like a super punch that ends up expelling the shard out of his hand or something. Or it's like a super stab. He stabs it in the eye and uses the power of the shard to do it. Yeah, I thought he attached it to like an arrow. And stabbed it with the arrow. It kind of looked like that, but he like cut it out of his hand, maybe. And I thought he just kept it in his little armor dress. Yeah, I did it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> before or after coffee? <laughs> uh, probably uh, before. <laughs> uh, I was packing. Anyway, uh, 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 Kikyo explodes it to pieces. And oh, she keeps saying, "Give me the damn arrow and the bow," and, and he's like, "I'm a man. I'm doing this myself." Yeah. we found out that's why he's not listening to her. It's like she's a mere woman. And then he ended up dropping everything, so she's <laughs> like, "All right, I got this. Let me do your work for you." <laughs> yeah, we find out that he's a misogynist. Who would have thought that the mad killer would be somebody who doesn't like women very much? The one who burned down an entire brothel just to get one guy <laughs> and failed at it. Uh, 
But he says, I can't believe a woman saved me, but one final wish, if you even care to do it, bury a lock of my hair. Oh, and then this is when we get the story, right? About what he's looking for? Yeah, that it's like a place... Because she finds it for, uh, the information from woodcutters that are probably back in the town where he lived in. That was Maybe. Oh, but, yeah, because they thought they knew him. Yeah, the place where any um, sin can be forgiven. Yeah, he's like, this. there's some place that even someone like me can be like, forgiven. Hmm. Are there a bunch of wolf demons on this mountain as well? <laughs> it looks like it's 27 million miles away. <laughs> It's Mount Doom, so it's going to take her three movies to get to it. She's just on foot. And then she's just going to turn around and not throw the jewel shard in the fires of Mount Doom anyway. Why couldn't the eagles do it? Oh, the name reveal. She says, my name's Kikyo. And he's like, liar. Oh, oh I know. The poor guy who's like, yeah, that's a the... bad joke. And I know I'm dead. Like, no, but for real. Uh, meanwhile, Kagome and Yasha snuggle. Aww. Very cute, and all of their friends are like, "All got the one eye open." Yeah. Like, Ooh. that was a really nice touch. They, the show did not have to do that, and I was like, "We can't forget about these characters." <laughs> I was, I was a little sad because there's Inuyasha and Kagome together by the fire. He's got his little kimono jacket over her. They're snuggling, and he's like, oh, you're getting warm now. And she's like, don't worry about it. And then there's poor, lonely Kikyo. Yeah, but she's got a mission. Wandering the mists. That's why this episode is called Kikyo's Lonely I Journey. Oh, poor Kikyo. That's why I really like this one. It's like, I mean, they tell you right up front, and then you learn why. Because a bunch of friends... They're not, they have no clue where Naraku is. She's like on the mission, but she's by herself. But you know what? I'm sure they'd go with her if she would just ask. No, she's a solitary fighter, I think. She's just like, if you want something done right, just do it yourself. And I think perhaps her, her new little mission aligns with her other mission. Her mission to bury that little lock of hair. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Doesn't she say that at the end? She like sees it off in the distance and is like, I got a bad feeling about this. She does, yes. Well, she has the jewel shard too. See, what I thought was going to happen was she was going to return the jewel shard to Kagome and then walk up and see them snuggling and be like, <laughs> and walk off. But no, I don't know. Has she ever given Kagome jewel shards? No, I she's, know she's only... taken them. <laughs> I was wrong on many counts on this. She wants Naraku to have the jewel shard. How long have I been watching the show? <laughs> By the way, we're at the point now in our episode watching where the Reddit official episode discussions were going. So, like, this is where they were when we started in 2017. Oh, where are they now? Oh, they're done. Oh, they're done. Yeah, they finished like six months ago <laughs> oh, or something. Oh, all right. Yeah. But they didn't do the final act. Oh. They just did the main run. Movies? That didn't look like they did the movies. Huh. Um, but I did also see, I guess I didn't realize how long it would take for the dubs to come out on Adult Swim, even though you told me about it. Because these didn't air until 2005 on Adult Swim. And that seems like very late in the run of Inuyasha. Yeah, I think I gave up and had gotten those 
subtitled ones by that point and just yeah i can imagine hakure hakure now mountain? it's hakure uh, you say that with such recognition you might get sick of hearing that <laughs> really no i think what's going to happen is she's going to get there and it's just going to be a very nice hotel she's going to bury the hair and nothing will happen there won't be a cliffhanger there won't be a monster there. Well, maybe it'll have a nice hot spring. She can make a vacation out of it. Yeah, and then our gang will also be there at the same time. And all of the maybe girls... Maybe they'll have one of those pool bars where she can, like, swim and have a drink. Oh, those are neat. Yeah. I was thinking one of those conveyor bars, too. Right? Oh, yeah. You just On the some... other side of the pool. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> and no kids allowed. This is strictly a hotel for swingers. <laughs> The ship has to wait outside. Yeah. Well, he explains that he's like a hundred and something years old. Okay. And that he's fought many a, a formidable <laughs> child demon. And Nobunaga's there, because we can't. And his monkey, because we can't have an episode without mentioning him. It's a bad episode of Weebu Yasha unless we <laughs> mention Nobunaga. All right. Now I'm just wasting time. Should we talk more about Devon Sawa? <laughs> Anyway, that's, uh, I don't know how much of that bunny ears talk I'm going to cut out, but certainly the parts where we insult Devin. <gasps> Never. Scratch that. We didn't do that. No. You're a very handsome older man, and I'm sure your wife, your son, and your daughter love you very much. I think he does have a dog. Anyway, um, uh, Lindsay, take us out. Bye-bye.